You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Hey, I'm Ray Parker. I play Darth Maul, a Phantom Menace, and Solo, a Star Wars story, and G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes, and you're listening to Disney Universe Podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. To infinity and beyond! I'm very popular, y'all! You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of. But you have heard of me. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Another episode of Saturday Morning DU live on Facebook, live on YouTube, and live on Twitch. Then later on, we'll be on our podcast episode 132. I am one of your hosts, Joey. Of course, with me is uh, one of my uh, awesome co-hosts and good friend, baseball buddy, beer buddy, buddy in general, Alex the Big Smooth. What's up, man? It's a celebration, people. Celebration. We're wearing the same hat. Star Wars uh, celebration, celebration. That's what I'm calling this episode. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Ryan wasn't able to join us this uh, week. Uh, he's doing stuff with family, but he'll be back soon. So, uh, but thank you guys for coming. Uh, this is, like I said, uh, if you're here live on our uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitch, be sure to subscribe, hit the bell, like, share, all that good stuff. Helps us build it, build up uh, the community here. And then uh, you can still do that when you're listening to this. On the podcast, uh, these Saturday shows are a little bit more loose. They're going to be kind of like uh, what we're, you know, some of the news that's going on, some banter, just hanging out, some games, some fun stuff. Uh, but we're going to do some of our mousekeeping real quick. So, of course, we couldn't do this show without our uh, crew. And Alex will tell you guys where you can find about that. <laughs> Yeah, like like any good galactic uh, spectacular, you got to have a good crew to get you about the galaxy as we are here at the Disney Universe. And with us, we have, as always, our DU crew. That is our group of patrons. Uh, and you can become part of that crew by going to patreon.com slash DU crew. Our crew consists of Jennifer, Sasquatch, John, and Alfredo. Yes, sir. Keep it tight, but there's always room for more on our Millennium Falcon. Uh, so if you want to be part of our DU crew, go head over to Patreon.com. I believe we have two tiers right now. Yeah, we got the Pirate tier and the Adventure tier. And uh, I mean, it's just two fun tiers. Uh, yeah, two fun tiers, <laughs> uh, but just no, no, nothing that's going to break the bank. Uh, but we always genuinely appreciate the support uh, to help us you know, know that you enjoy what we're doing and want us to keep doing it. Uh, we love doing it and we're probably not going to stop anyway, <laughs> but it's yeah. always fun to have more members of the crew. There's some fun uh, tokens of our appreciation that we'll send out to you. Uh, I, I know personally I sent postcards from Disney World and I look forward to doing that for my next Disney trip. Uh, so get on, join the crew. Uh, we'll have great times here. 
Yeah, and I'm editing extra content just for our DU crew. Uh, our good friend and part of the show, the Hatbox Goat, uh, is actually getting a little bit of a facelift. That's why he's not here right now. And some part of that will be exclusive to our DU crew. He's uh, such a diva, Hatbox Goat. Down exactly. In LA, so, getting work done. And I'll just shout it out now via our friend uh, Lewis of Sunken City Designs and uh, Walt's apartment fame. Uh, he's giving that Hatbox hat Goat a little bit of a facelift. And if you know his art, you know it's going to look badass. So I cannot wait for that. And with that comes possibly uh, some exclusive stickers and possibly an art print. And with our DU crew uh, with that, and it's our higher tier, uh, you'll also get maybe periodically exclusive art. I got some ideas running in my head. I can I can save that now. I'll save it later, but we'll we'll figure that out later on, though. Uh, of course, yeah. So shout out to patrons and our crew. Uh, and as always, if you're not quite ready to jump onto our crew and you want to see what we're about a little bit more, jump onto our socials. Uh, we appreciate you following us over at Facebook, the Disney Universe Podcast, Twitter, Disney Universe Podcast, and of course, Instagram, Disney Universe Podcast. Uh, Instagram, of course, is where we are most active and communicating in uh, show participation, we always love when you leave comments on our posts that we can then share on our episodes here and shout you out. Um, so yeah, big, big ups to everybody in our Disney universe on our socials. Make sure you're liking and following us there uh, so you're up to date with when we're doing our Saturday morning DUs and any sort of events. I know we, we'll uh, at least the affiliated Disney universe Tiki cast. We've got a, a tiki crawl coming up in June. Any of you Disney tiki baseball adult libation fans mm -hmm. who want to get together in San Francisco with us in June and have some drinks, possibly go to a baseball game, uh, be following along and check us out because it'll be a good time. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be a great time. So, and of course, uh, this show is sponsored by our good friends at Discord Apparel. Uh, if you're watching, you can see the website here, www.discord.com. This is where Disney and music uh, collide. Um, I was actually going to wear, I got the brand new shirt, the Iron Duck 2, uh, which is really cool. Donald, Mickey uh, mashup with Iron Maiden. Um, but we're in celebration right now. We're super geeked out. So we both went Star Wars today, but definitely check them out uh, at there. And um, also our good friends, Neverland Trading, uh, this great Disney, Marvel, Star Wars uh, clothing and accessories. Uh, if you hit uh, NeverlandTrading.com and hit Dverse at the, when you check out on the promo code, you get a nice little discount there. So that's Dverse, D-V-E-R-S-E.com or no, NeverlandTrading.com. D-V-E-R-S-R-C. So check them out. Discord Apparel and Neverland Trading. There it was. It was down there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's get back. Let's get back to the the show, the fun stuff. Uh, like I said, we're going to go over some topics. Um, we had a giveaway planned. No, no bite. So you might have up until the end of the show live to... Uh, Get on that. We'll probably get. We can mention that now, or once we. Yeah. So if if you are watching live here on the show, hopefully by the end of the show, maybe somebody will participate. On our last show, uh, we spoke. Or actually, no, this was. Yeah, no. On the last show, uh, we we announced a giveaway for an awesome children's book uh, as illustrated by Nicholas Smith. 
the artist who did the amazing Chadwick Boseman mural there in downtown Disney after his passing, uh, as well uh, a complete set of the Wakanda Forever McDonald's Happy Meal toys. Um, in our last episode, we asked you to comment your favorite character from Wakanda Forever. Um, that post is still up. Uh, if you go on our Instagram, uh, you, you will see a post with an image of the cover of the book and the little characters from the Happy Meal. Should you want to claim this prize, all you got to do is go on there and comment your favorite character from Wakanda Forever. This will run until someone does it. Um, we would have picked at random had there been multiple. So at this point, we're just going for the first taker. Uh, hopefully, as Joe said, we'll get it before the end of this program so that we can announce you here on the live. Uh, but otherwise, if you're watching this later on and it hasn't been done, head over to our Instagram page, look for that Wakanda Forever post, and tell us who your favorite character was from that movie. Um, I'd say yeah, mine uh, is always Mabaku. Yeah, because we got actually a comment, but it just says plus two. Yeah, don't know what that meant, but that's a, a, a good segue. I don't know if you got that picture I just sent you. Yes, I did. Um, so that that comment, bleed orange and black, is from my good friend Chris. Um, he and his family are currently at the Disneyland Resort. Um, and there it is. I thought you would pull it up on the computer, but that works just oh. as well. They are in line for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway there. Um, so I just wanted to show them here on our live broadcast. Give them a shout out as they are down where I think us and any of you all who are watching would like to be at the Disneyland Resort. Ugh. Right. Let me see if I can do that real quick. We're, 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 uh, it's live. It's live, baby. Here we go. There they are. So shout out to them and their kids. They were all uh, excited. I, I believe he said the ride did break down after this. So hopefully they'll get on it today. Uh, that was yesterday. I know they got time in DCA today as well. I'm, I'm hoping he's going to check out all those great brews they got uh, at California Adventure for the Food and Wine Festival. So cheers, yeah. Chris. I wish I was there with you guys. Um, but ho hopefully I'll make it back for my birthday in the fall. Oh, yeah. I'm just trying to look at these posters in the back. One looks like the High School Musical. Uh, the Maybe. Mighty Ducks one is the one on the right. Yeah, with the Donald. and Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Oh, I can't wait to as much we love the ride, but I can't wait to be in the queue. <laughs> yes. Uh, as many people have said, the Disneyland queue far superior. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sweet. Well, congratulations. Um, and and I, that, that's a kind of good segue to the first thing I wanted to show, um, which was something that had come up prior to our last Saturday morning DU. And that was the release of the uh, first bookings for the, Disney Vacation Club Tower at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, and then we got images, and there's actually a cool little video posted on the Disneyland website of what you can expect to see there. Um, the part I'm most excited for is obviously the 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 main the big uh, three-bedroom suite uh, that I don't know I'll ever get the chance to set foot in, let alone stay in, uh, but it looks awesome. It has... Uh, a giant balcony that outstretches over the whole, um, what's it called? Over the whole uh, building. Um, and the, the balcony has a fireplace that is both inside the living room and outside. Uh, I love the design details, uh, a lot of great color. It's kind of a mix of that late 60s vintage 
with uh, you know a lot of Easter eggs, uh, current animation detail. Here we go. So there's some pictures of the rooms. Uh, Jungle Book room. Yeah, there you go. All That's right, Joe's I'm there. room right there. That's my room right there. And then the the first link I sent you is the one that had the little video. I don't know. Yeah. Test that out. But the picture that I'm talking about. So this right here, that's an image of the indoor of the living room. You'll see the fireplace right there that wow. also shows on the outside. And then the next picture is that outside balcony. Look at this. Damn. This is amazing. That's bigger than the, the little patio outside of Trader Sam's. Yeah, no kidding. Fireplace. We'll have our own got Trader this Sam's. Huge fireplace. One, two, three bedrooms. Oh, I would live there. You know what? Uh, do you uh, get together one of these days? Yeah, right. <laughs> after we after we get the Alani um, and uh, everything else, yeah. Si sign up for the DU crew. We'll take you to the Disneyland hotel uh, hotel suite. Yeah, absolutely. Holy yeah, it's crap! Time time for me to get my breakfast libations open. Uh, I know. I was uh, I was looking at um. Getting coffee, that's what we were talking about, my coffee and breakfast, but I'm, I'm so high right now on uh, Star Wars information, that's what's got me wired. Hey, it's early, so. Joe. 420 <laughs> is not till later this month. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I just closed down Facebook on accident, so. Well, that's I just wanted to show that. So for any who are, are interested, it, it, it at least had released open to cash bookings which from what I had read is a, a, a normal for Disney Vacation Club. Usually they open to Vacation Club members first, uh, but you could just call and book some of these rooms. So if you're looking to have a Disneyland Resort vacation anytime soon, uh, maybe look into potentially booking in that new tower with those fresh, clean rooms and potentially check out Getaway Today Travel. See if they can help you out with booking that. Uh, I know you've heard us talk about it our friends over at Walt's apartment as well but at least from personal experience had a great time booking with getaway today for our Walt Disney World vacation last year um, and we'll potentially be looking to book with them for Disneyland vacations coming up later in the fall yeah I might be using them here uh, in August so uh how long is the video I think I can share it real quick yeah, like two minutes if that okay let's show the video let me yeah, the pool looks really cool. There's like a Steamboat Willie kids feature in the pool. Yeah. Was the audio coming through? Um, I, Not for me at the moment. Okay, let's see. Ah. Audio is not really important. A place where creative oh, inspiration comes to life like never before. Producing the Villas at Disneyland awesome. Hotel. A new Disney Vacation Club. Ooh, look at that bar. It's where it, it all looks like began. It. <laughs> This modern masterpiece celebrates Disney storytelling, animation, and the iconic designs behind it all. You could draw in the hotel? Whether you oh, check wait. into a newly imagined <laughs> duo studio, a deluxe studio, a one- or two-bedroom villa, or a three-bedroom grand villa, yeah. every space will be bursting with magical touches and just-like-home comforts that will make, make staying here feel like a dream come true. Soak up some inspiration at the one-of-a-kind pool. Look at that pool. That looks awesome. Splash area. Yeah. Or grab a drink and bask in the Southern California sun. Plus, you'll be just a brushstroke away from Please. the theme parks and downtown Disney. This is a place inspired by stories. 
and one that will inspire your stories for decades to come. Discover years of inspiration at the Villas at Disneyland Hotel. I'm going to have to join VCA. So so much to say just about that waffle scene. Like, first of all, if we're springing for that, best believe you're eating toaster waffles, son. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And second of all, where do I get the Mickey Mouse toaster waffles? That was, I mean... I'm going to start writing emails to Disney. Be like, hey, I saw in your video that there were full-size Mickey Mouse toaster waffles available. Yeah, not the little ones. So Staged. <laughs> I they went down and got it from Goofy's Kitchen or something. Hashtag stage. So that, that looks awesome. Uh, I've been contemplating doing DVC for years, but I don't know if it's out of my price range. But it seems like what you get is worth it, though. Totally. I mean, it's it's... An investment in traveling to Disney. If you're already someone who's going to be going to Disney once a year, um, I mean, it, it makes sense because you get a priority bookings and uh, all, all sorts of awesome options, I, especially for us on the West Coast, uh, being close enough to shoot over to Alani for a couple of days. That's a, yeah. a big perk. Absolutely. I see we still got some people live here. So if you're, if you're in there, just uh, comment, let us know where, where you're watching from and what you guys are thinking, how you're doing, how your weekend's going. Why you're it, not watching Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, why are you not? Well, no, thank you. are watching us, so hopefully. Yeah. Well, I'm this still watching Star, Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars Celebration so. Celebration. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, then we got some other things come up before we get to Star Wars. Uh, yes. Tron. Tron opened over at uh, Disney World, finally. Yeah. Uh, after what seemed like about two months of soft openings and influencers posting videos and rides. I, I, I feel like I know every detail about the Tron light cycle run. Uh, and I, I haven't, I mean, I guess I was close to it, but not, not while it was close to open. Um, I, I think the biggest thing coming out of it uh, as anticipated is the somewhat more restrictive seating than folks are used to at the Disney resorts. Uh, I know, Flight of Passage, Avatar Flight of Passage has a kind of similar motorcycle style seating situation that locks in from the back. Um, From what I've read, the most constrictive part is on the calves. You have Hmm. to really tuck the calves in there. And I think mainly that's where it locks. So if it doesn't lock there, you're good or you're not good. You're not going to be able to go. So, uh, but other than that, I mean, everything from bringing over Universal's uh, locker technology as you have to lock all your belongings and they have, you know, syncs up with your magic band and has a different door on the other side, uh, which, which seems, I would assume, make the flow of that work really well uh, to really cool on-ride photos and videos. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, it's a next level and a cool hint of what we can expect from e-ticket attractions going forward. Yeah, and the merch, holy crap, the merch is fire. Especially if you're a Tron fan, which I am. Uh, they have some that, that kind of go back to the original Tron in the 80s and a lot of uh, Tron Legacy theme style, but oh, so cool. I can't wait. Uh, hopefully, you can get back in there towards the end of the year. Or Steph, yeah, I, ju- I just want to go hang out in front of the ride at night and hopefully get some Daft Punk uh, soundtrack <laughs> vibes, you know? Exactly. <laughs> Start and- a little, little Tomorrowland rave. Yeah, no kidding. And they had the cool party before that looked like Electronica. They had uh, we had Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Tron outfits and oh, everything. With their so, uh, media preview. 
Yeah, that little yeah. stage, not too far away. So it'd be cool if they did a little impromptu electronica out there. So I wouldn't be against that. Um, yeah, it'd be a good time to kind of segue into the next story. But even though we're not getting this or to have a nice coast to coast passport again, but the, the lucky people at uh in Florida are getting new. Uh, the passes are basically going sit back. The sale, passes right? are back. The, yes, yes, the passes that existed but were not being sold are being put back on sale at Disney World April 20th. Um, so if if you have the means and are ready, I, I'd be sitting in front of the computer ready to snag them up before they're gone. I know at least for us West Coasters, they've said uh, that the Magic Keys will be periodically uh, reopened for sales. I know Joe is sitting in wait to pick his <laughs> up. Um, but yeah, I... I uh, Something that had come out from another piece of news this week uh, that Joe kind of touched on is that that Premier Pass, the pass that would cover both Disneyland and Disney World, will no no longer be coming back or is no more, at least according to Bob Iger in a recent, I believe it was a shareholders meeting or earnings call, whatever time of year it was recently, that was that. Uh, He did touch on a couple other items. Um, most notably to me was that Moana Journey of Water would be the final major piece of the current Epcot renovation, which I think is interesting. It's kind of disappointing, yeah. as I know that there were quite a few other things announced uh, as far as like the, the Festival Center. I know we're still going to get the Walt uh, Dreamers Point statue, uh, of course, the Mary Poppins uh, enhancements or attraction yeah. and a o- overhaul on spaceship earth. Um, so I don't know if or when any of those things are going to happen, but at least for now, uh, I, I guess the bright side is that we should get a time and space to enjoy Epcot free of construction walls <laughs> for a while. Um, so that will be something I'll look forward to uh, possibly going back there to, you know, kind of dr- drinking the Epcot vibes without the giant wall on my right or left side, depending which way I'm traversing through what is now known as World Celebration, formerly Future World. Yeah, and I was going to say, was that pun intended? Drink, drink, drinking in at Epcot, or oh, always drinking it in Epcot. I'm drinking it in right now. <laughs> right on. Yeah, uh, Star Wars glass. Hey. One, one thing I do hope that. Once the all the fiftieth and everything's done, uh, I hope they keep the beacons of magic to a point at. Epcot I don't think because, that's going anywhere, especially yeah. at uh, Epcot. I think yeah. that one because, as you know, the beacons of magic is in each park, yeah, or at least was in each park in uh, Magic Kingdom, illuminating the castle with uh, projection mapping uh, in Hollywood Studios, Tower the Tower of Terror uh, illuminated with projection mapping, and then at. Uh, Animal Kingdom, the Tree of Life was illuminated at night with projection mapping, uh, whereas Epcot is illuminated with the actual beacons all yeah. over Spaceship Earth. So I think that will stay. I think those uh, light shows at night are really cool. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have been there. I think it was Festival of the Arts when they did the uh, Rainbow Connection one with the Muppets. Yeah. Uh, this year they had a cool one. It was kind of a a journey through figment with uh, both past and current uh, journey to imagination themes. And there's a uh, video of that on here on YouTube. So hey, 
Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I posted the video. It no, but perfect timing. you posted the video. You shot the video. What did you think of that? I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it was, I, I love Figment. I, I love Spaceship Earth, and we were getting there as that was starting. So, um, And the, the video, and not just like my video, but the videos in general, don't do it justice how cool it is. It's just so amazing. So, yeah, hopefully that keeps going. Nice. Um, and as well, I know it seems like it's all Disney World news, but I did jot down Happily Ever After just returned uh, to the Magic Kingdom Park, uh, I believe the same time that Tron officially opened. So it was a busy, busy week over there in Florida. Um, I have not seen Happily Ever After. I feel like it's one of those things because of how highly regarded it is. I didn't want to spoil it by watching a YouTube video. Yeah. And then when it left for Harmonious, I I I guess I never got around to watch, but I you know, we're we're West Coasters here. I don't think anything can be better than Remember <laughs> Dreams Come True. Exactly. And that so like I think that uh Ever Ever After took over for Wishes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people were mad about that, but then they liked it was they had their their group, but then when the fiftieth one came out, people didn't like it as much. So that's why it's like so beloved now, I guess. So. Wishes was the one that kind of paralleled "Remember Dreams Come True." Yeah, like the main. I know themes. that whole wishes. Yeah, you kind of get that part during the "Remember Dreams Come True." But remember, uh, still definitely uh, superior. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, if you're gonna do a fireworks show dedicated to the park. You should probably have it center around things from the park. Exactly. Go I don't figure. know what you were doing, <laughs> Harmonious, but good point. Uh, which was a decent show. I we enjoyed it, but I don't think I was quite ready for Magic Kingdom fireworks versus Disneyland fireworks, uh, in the sense of how big it is. Like, uh, yes, Magic Kingdom's bigger, whatever, um, but you really don't. I think the the most that we experienced that was when it was coming to traversing crowds during a firework or parade. Mm -hmm. um, and so we got there, there was, you know, we were kind of late. So you're already like, you know, the paths that they have going down the side of main street, like the overflow to get people out of the way. Mm -hmm. They have, designated firework viewing from those so you're basically backstage watching fireworks not in a good way like yeah. a overflow dirt lot parking sort of way <laughs> you know um and i was like i'm not trying to watch this from over here so we you know tried to walk up super close and then i was like okay there's no way we're getting in here and then so we pretty much snapped into our next plan of action which was order food from two different places during fireworks uh, even with mobile order, I don't recommend it, folks. Uh, we got the the mini corn dogs from Casey's Corner, and then I had to go check out that uh, pimento cheeseburger at uh, Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe. I think we so, did the same thing. I had the corn dogs, and then my niece had ice cream. I can't remember, but yeah, those corn dog bites are shout awesome. Shout out to the cast member who let us traverse uh, <laughs> where we weren't supposed to through the crowd during the fireworks. Um, mainly so that we could get over to Casey's and then make our way to Cosmic Rays before the fireworks let out because it would have been tough making it through the crowd at that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. I, I think that's all we got here for, oh, at least for Guardians. Disney World parks. But yeah, uh, 
flip, flipping back over to current events in our world and wheelhouse, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is coming to theaters uh, on what we like to call uh, Revenge of the Fifth. Um, but yes. uh, some also call Cinco de Mayo. Um, but for us, uh, at least this year, it will be the end of the Guardians trilogy de Mayo. <laughs> doesn't flow um, off the tongue but we all get it <laughs> and and those those tickets did go on sale this week i know joe's already secured his i'm yeah, sure ryan the, has secured his i got mine for the fourth i have so. not we have not secured ours uh which is shocking because I, I know guardians is probably addy's favorite uh franchise within marvel um but it's just a really busy week for us we yeah. uh uh, shout out to anybody in the Sacramento beer wheelhouse region, uh, but there will be a reason that I am working on my day off May the 4th at Burning Barrel. I can't really say more than that, um, but just know that I, a big Star Wars and beer fan, working on his day off that is May the 4th <laughs> at must a brewery. be for a reason. <laughs> and I'm leaving that there. And if you want to know more, make sure you're following Burning Barrel Bruco and myself, of course, Disney Disney Universe Podcast. Yeah, we'll um, be posting on here for sure. Of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'll be busy that night. We usually go see those movies, you know, that that pre pre early uh, showing the night before uh, Friday. I will be working in the evening. Wife will be working in the daytime. Um, and then Saturday, we have a beer fest. Uh, so it looks like I'll either get to it Saturday with a little bit of liquor in my system or uh, Sunday with a couple of cheeseburgers in my system for the hangover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And with, with the tickets coming on sale, like already we've gotten different TV spots, which now that we got the trailer trailer, I don't need to see the TV spots now. Uh, we're, we, we got... Uh, bunch of posters mostly around rocket it seems like um I, I posted one as my facebook cover story that actually had the evolution of rocket uh, as a poster so um yeah it, it looks awesome uh they released the the soundtrack track list which i was going to read off the but I figured awesome mix volume three it's not just a soundtrack it's yes. an awesome mix but i uh, figured there are Zune, people right uh, uh, this was from the Christmas special, right? Isn't that where he got the Zune? Uh, at the end of two. Oh, it was at the end of two. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to read off the list. So for people that haven't seen it, but I figure some people might want to. I mean, these are classic songs, but some people might want to go into it a little spoiler free. So if you want to see it, uh, check out the Guardians uh, social medias or James Gunn's uh, Twitter or Instagram. He's got the full track list and it looks like a vinyl. I can't wait. It's, it's a great we'll, list. We'll, we'll post the picture in our Instagram stories today as well, too. Yeah, but I, it's going to be another great um, soundtrack, another awesome mix. And knowing how, in my opinion, there's there's very few people that can really put music into movies with such an impact uh, as James Gunn, uh, Danny Boyle, uh, Tarantino. So songs are put in for specific reasons and they, they're for specific scenes and and. Uh, set pieces so i just can't wait to see where this is going to go on some of the and on, on as the story continues with these classic uh, songs most definitely yeah, I, I was looking at the list and i think it kind of scatters between the 80s and the 90s yeah um 
and maybe even early 2000s. I'm not sure. I mean, a Zune is a digital mu- music player, so it definitely didn't come out till the 2000s. Yeah. But something that just kind of dawned on me while we were talking is, you know, Star-Lord comes from Earth. So he's like familiar with music. He's got this whole thing with the awesome mixes and music. And then he comes back to Earth, you know, here in, uh, well, I guess after Endgame, you know. <laughs> Real quick, we're, I, we're, I'm watching this the celebration live, and Wedge, uh, Wedge Antilles, D, uh, Lawson, uh, Daniel Lawson, I think is his name. Sorry, is on. Right? That's pretty cool. I, I love that these original trilogy characters are still getting love. Anyways, um, but uh, yeah, I, I guess it, I I think it'd be interesting to see what Star Lord would think about current music. Yeah, you know, good, good point. Especially like in the '90s when when a lot of like. Uh, there's a lot of uh, rock covers coming out of classic songs and even hip hop. We're using samples from a lot of songs from the eighties and seventies. And I'm going to shout that uh, out D 23 or whoever, if you're listening, hit up Chris Pratt and in, in the promotional junket, I want y'all to do a star Lord reacts to current music. Current that would be hilarious. Yes. yes. <laughs> hit that out in the press junket. Yes. Spread the word. We'll get that. Uh, everybody at, Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That's a great idea. Um, and since I am, am bad and I didn't take notes, that that's it for some of the regular just talking points, right? Or was there a few more? Yeah, just uh, the uh, at least before we get to Star Wars, the uh, our our wrap from our poll from uh, our previous Disney Universe episode, DU one thirty one. This wasn't. Our YouTube Disney Universe, uh, or sorry, Saturday Morning DU. Um, but as you know, we do twice a month. So once we'll be here live with you guys on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube, which then can be listened to through all your podcast channels. Um, but then we do another regular podcast episode. So on our previous, just before this, uh, we kind of dedicated it to Women's History Month and Women of the Disney Universe. And uh, the beautiful women of woman of my life, uh, Addie, joined us as Ryan was unable to join us for that one. Uh, and we kind of went through and we picked our favorite female characters from the Disney universe. Obviously, as you all know, that encompasses Marvel, Star Wars, um, you know, Muppets, uh, Pixar, uh, Parks, all, all those things. Yeah. So uh, it, it was a fun conversation, uh, just kind of like spitballing, talking, kind of a pseudo draft, if you will. Um, if you want to know who we selected as our favorite characters from different uh, sides of the Disney universe, go back and check out that episode, Disney Universe 131. Um, we put our selections in polls Um that you could have voted in through our Instagram page and our stories. Spent a lot of time putting pictures and music. It was fun to look at. Um, But a few of you got over there and voted in those polls. Um, And I said that we were going to take from each category one character and we would call it our Disney Universe Female Pantheon of Greatness. Greatness. (sighs) Title pending. I feel like it should have a shorter, Female. punchier name, you know, but yeah. in the in the words of Michael Eisner, he wants everything to be punchy, you know. But, 
Um, so, uh, without any further ado, I will. I got the and, results here. So we had a, a Pixar category. And I'm not running my soundboard because I'm watching the Celebration Live. <laughs> we had a Pixar category. It in included Edna Mode, May Lee, Elastigirl, Mama Imelda, Cruz Ramirez, and Dory. And uh, the winning from the poll was Elastigirl. That's our, our Pixar uh, female to represent there. Then our, oh, I can't start with the wild card, our <laughs> Disney characters uh, represented by Tiana, Minnie Mouse, Mary Poppins, Yzma, 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 it is, Tinkerbell and Belle, just regular Belle, no Tinker. Yeah. Um, and that, that category was won by Mary Poppins. Woo! Uh, the, AKA the voice of Remember <laughs> Dreams Come True Fireworks. Yes. Uh, our Marvel character category, represented by Valkyrie, Miss Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, Black Widow, and Aunt May. Uh, this one, at least from the poll, had a tie. But since Joe voted and I didn't, I am going to break the tie. <laughs> Uh, of which was between Scarlet Witch and Black Widow. We will carry Scarlet Witch over. Shout out to Sean from Walt's apartment, inspired by him. I thought uh, we were so allowed she, to vote. She is rep representing our, yeah, for, for all the voting they were doing uh, over uh, at uh, All Aboard Podcast, shout out Walt's apartment, uh, currently won uh, the March Madness pod, uh, Disney Podcast Tournament over at All Aboard Podcast. All members of the Disney podcast family where you can find a bunch of amazing Disney podcasts to yeah. listen to uh, <laughs> on your next drive down to the happiest place on earth. But, um, but, uh, I, you know, between the pod battle, the brew agatology on fresh hops, I thought we were allowed to vote, but I only voted with one account. So no, it wasn't that we weren't allowed to vote. It was that you didn't, I didn't. <laughs> so I just made my vote just now. Hey, Lewis, we're talking hey. about you. We, we, we kind of gave a little tease about our little collaboration so let's go yeah good if you're not oh. following with sunken city designs he just dropped a bunch of awesome new merch uh, so go support him check out his art i know there's backpacks shirts all kinds of awesome stuff yeah so and, go check and, that out. and comment where you're at uh today lewis he's at a, a riverside at a, at a at an art show and uh, so, so uh let us know. Uh, we'll we'll post that up here uh, for the people watching. So and have a great show. But continue, sir. <laughs> so we got our, our favorite Star Wars characters, obviously: uh, Ahsoka Tano, Leia Organa, Bo-Katan, Sabine Wren, Hera Syndulla, and Padme Amidala. This one finished in another tie that I am gonna break <laughs> between Leia and Ahsoka. Ooh, I know that's rough. Yeah, but I gotta go with the current queen, Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just finished her panel at Star Wars Celebration, which we'll touch on in a minute. Um, but yes, shout out to both Rosario Dawson and Ashley Eckstein. We love yeah. Ahsoka in this house. Um, so she Same is here. representing uh, on our pantheon of female greatness. 
And, and lastly, three, we had to do a wild card category. I was going to say, and three felt, of the actors are, are three of those characters are we'll be talking about briefly too. Yeah, yeah, all all <laughs> up in the same show. Yeah. Um. So we had to do a wild card category as we felt there were a lot of other spaces within the Disney universe that weren't necessarily fitting of those cookie cutters of Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, and Pixar. The nominees in our wildcard category included Imagineer Leota Toombs, famously known as Madame yeah. Leota in yeah. The Haunted Mansion, Maleficent, uh, Ray Skywalker, um, who we did just find out will be coming back to the Star Wars universe, uh, Mama Odie from Princess and the Frog, yeah. Lillian Disney, and Miss Piggy. And the winner of the wildcard category... It's more Miss Piggy, of course. Wild card, wild hog. Wild card, wild hog. Uh, great to have Muppets representation in there. Uh, yeah. Big shout out to Jim Henson and everything, uh, you know, with Muppet Studios and his uh, creatures, uh, of which they've been doing for such a long time. Uh, I know we've touched on them whenever we get a chance. Uh, quickly touching on uh, Muppets Mayhem. Yeah, can't uh, believe complete you series that. <laughs> will be released, I believe, May twentieth yeah. on Disney Plus. So uh, about a month from now. Um, so look out for that. Um, love Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. I'm excited to see which way they're going to take this show. It kind of looks like it's going to be similar to the ABC, the Muppets sort of, uh, you know, Office Parks and Rec style. Yeah. Workplace document docu, whatever they Which call that. I love. I I I I boost that show up as much as I can. Is underrated. Is a great show. One of the best Muppets we've had. And this looks very similar to that. Plus road trips. I'm guessing. Road trips. I I, I got that road trip vibe. Like as they're on tour. And they're I mean, yeah, like, they're a band, so that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, look, look looking forward to that. Uh, they've you know recently released a bunch of images from the show, and as I said. Uh, they just released the date of which the whole show will be released on Disney Plus. Best believe you'll hear us talking about it. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe I'll do a we'll do a review of the whole series since it all drops at once. We can put oh, that yeah. here on YouTube. Oh, definitely, we'll definitely do another Muppets show. That, uh, yeah, so look out on our Instagram as I figure out some oh so ceremonious way <laughs> to post our Disney female pantheon of greatness out there. That is. Uh, Ahsoka Tano, Mary Poppins, uh, Miss Piggy, Elastigirl, and Scarlet Witch. Yes, yeah, that's a great pantheon. That is a great pantheon. <laughs> and as as mentioned in the episode and right here now, please uh, go ahead and comment on our episode on the Instagram or here on YouTube with any great Disney universe female characters that we may have left out of that episode. Um, we want to hear your favorites as well. And of course, anytime you share with us, we're going to share that right back with you and shout you out. Um, so yeah, th thank you for listening and, you know, be part of the conversation. Tell us your faves. Yeah, absolutely. And before we get to the celebration talk, which just started, I'm going to show here for our YouTube, the, Ooh, uh, the cowboy. The Clone Wars 15th anniversary panel just started with friend and uh, guest of the show, Amy Ratcliffe, moderating uh, this panel right now. So, yeah, that's Filoni. Uh, but one thing that did show up, too, and this came during the uh, call. I forgot to bring it up, but 
um, we got an announcement, and I only bring this up because I love how the announcement was done. But Dwayne Johnson pretty much announced that a, a live action Moana is in the works. And oh, yeah. in my opinion, the way I, I love the way they announced because you always get stuff through trades and oh, you know, posts or something. But the fact that he's in Hawaii, filmed the whole thing, beautiful Hawaii, beautiful location with his beautiful daughters. They're, they're so cute if you pay attention to his social media. Um, but they're doing a live action Moana where it sounds like he's coming back as Maui and either Ali Cravalo is going to be Moana or she's in like producing it. But I thought this was very cool, but I don't think we need a Moana live action remake, especially this soon. So I just want to know what your thoughts were. So, yeah, I I mean, yeah, we're here drinking the Kool-Aid and it's not that I won't be critical of things that Disney does because that's what this is right now. We're being critical. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to go watch it. But if you're asking me at the table of like, what should we do next? That would have been furthest from my mind of things that we should do in general. Or if we were having a conversation of movies that we should remake in live action. Yeah. Way at the bottom of the list. <laughs> no, I agree. Now coming from the Disney IP focused what's now, what's popular, you know, strike while the iron's hot standpoint, I understand. Um, And I generally trust that they're going to give us quality. Um, So, you know, it is what it is. Um, But yeah, yeah, we we want more original ideas. We appreciate original stories and we need to get our creatives back to that. So yeah, I'm hoping that with time, as you know, the Chapek regime has left us and we get back to a more creative driven way with the company, we can see some more creative uh, new ideas as we'll get this summer with Pixar's Elemental and, you know, Pixar generally always hitting us with fresh new ideas aside from a slew of sequels. <laughs> and then uh, I believe it's Wish is the Disney film coming out at the holidays. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm here for the newness. Cool. Me too. I, I totally agree. And so one more time uh, before we kind of jump into our star celebration stuff, since we got a little bit more listeners uh, or watchers, sorry, I'm still used to the, the streaming part. We got a little bit more viewers right now. Uh, Want to shout out the uh, giveaway one more time before we get to celebration? Yeah. As, as mentioned many times previously, uh, on our last uh, Saturday morning DU and through Instagram, we've got this awesome Wakanda Forever children's book as illustrated by Nicholas Smith, the artist who did the amazing Chadwick Boseman mural in downtown Disney, as well uh, a complete set of the Wakanda Forever Disney Happy Meal toys. Those we are giving away through our Instagram or through here, whatever, if you're here, Pull up your phone. Go to Instagram. There's a post. It says giveaway in big letters, and it has the image of that book and those toys. We're just looking for someone to go on there and comment with their favorite character from Wakanda Forever. Uh, We're hoping it happens before this live is out so we can shout you out in the live. But if not, uh, you know, we will. First person to do it right on there. Comment or or if we get multiple before this episode's over, we'll pick randomly. But 
Um, as it's been this long and we have yet to get one, we're just looking for one lucky, happy Wakanda forever <laughs> lover to get out there. Uh, let us know their favorite character from that movie. So, yeah. Yes. Sh- shout out Wakanda forever. Shout out people watching who have Instagram. And uh, shout out Star Wars Celebration. We, we, we got a comment, but on, on the live, we need it on the Instagram post. We might use this. I'll, I'll, I'll record this as the first comment if we don't get anything. But go to Instagram. No, no. No. Go to Instagram. Go to he, Instagram. he knows well enough to follow directions. <laughs> you, you detailed shady car guy. So let's talk about now finally. Hey, but what Wanda is part of our female pantheon of greatness. I don't know if you were here for that, but shout out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um Star Wars celebration is going on in Anaheim. It started. We are Saturday. Started. No, early. it's in London. London. That's what I meant. Sorry. I'm. I'm just. If it was in Anaheim, he'd be there. Exactly. Um, I planned on going live uh, for the opening uh, ceremonies and uh, Star Wars live, and didn't. Uh, I, I did it. it. wasn't It wasn't very interesting. So I deleted it. But I literally woke up to like minutes after the Ahsoka trailer dropped. And holy crap, so much going on right now. Uh, we got uh, Ahsoka trailer, movie news. We got Indiana Jones trailer. We're going to show both of those. And we're just going to talk about the overexcitement, some of the merchandise. Some, and right now, like I said, Clone Wars is going on. This morning was the Return of the Jedi a 40th anniversary panel. Uh, but most of the big announcements happened yesterday. With I, But then with what I think it was a pretty big announcement uh, to the Rebels fans uh, this morning at the Ahsoka trailer or panel. So um, I'm going to start, I think, let me cue this up real quick in case you haven't seen it. Let's, let's get that Jones trailer out of the way. Yeah, that's exactly. The only thing and that's where I'm going. in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. So that's where I'm going to right now. And I, I will touch on this before, uh, but the rumor I had heard was that, you know, due to Harrison Ford's age and, uh, you know, deteriorating health, if you will, <clears throat> they say 90% of this movie was shot without him, but I with his that. stunt double and then using deep fake technology to, to put Harrison Ford's face on it. Uh, specifically noting the scene where he's riding that horse through what looks like Times Square. Um, if you go Google online, you can see the picture of the stunt double doing the same thing uh, or sorry, a video. So. It'll yeah, be interesting if we get a making of on that uh, later on on well, Disney Plus. Yeah, with his age and plus he did get injured on set like he did at Force Awakens. Um, but it looks like um, before we get to this, it looks like there's a lot of time jumps anyway. So it might have been a happy accident. I don't know. Time jumps or flashbacks. <laughs> it looks like they're flashing back to a lot of the scenes from the movies we already know. Yes. And before I started, uh, we also got a question from Lewis here for you, Alex. Is that yes, it is. Yeah, I love these Glad Racket tees. I also have a uh, Haunted Mansion tee from them. It says, there's no turning back now. <laughs> nice. So, very cool. Oh, let me... Hang on. Ah, I didn't do that. I didn't mean to do that. I tried to get you, but... My bad. <laughs> Show the dial of destiny. Let's yeah, let's, let's do this. Surprise! 
Well, in that case, what are we drinking? Same for the goddaughter. Dad told me you found something. On a train during the war. A dial that could change the course of history. Why are you chasing the thing that drove your father crazy? Don't move. Please get out of here. Who would have thought we'd get Indiana Jones and the Rolling Stones? Sorry. Helena! Dr. Jones. That makes sense, though, because this movie is taking place in, like, the 60s, right? Yeah. I don't know. It looks like it's coming over the war, so it's, like, just after World War II. Hitler made mistakes. And with this, I will correct them all. You stole it. Then you stole it. And then I stole it. It's called capitalism. Seatbelt. There might be some turbulence. You've taken your chances, made your mistakes, and now a final triumph. Indy! Give him hell, Indiana Jones! A few times in my life I've seen things. That was Antonio Banderas that said, Indy! Been shot nine times, including once by your father. Ah, sorry. Well, I've been looking for this all my life. Woo! June thirtieth. I'm ready. So that was. A hell of a trailer. Yes, uh, Ashley, who won our Obi-Wan, right? Yep. Is that correct? Nice. I've, I've seen her multiple times. We, we just have yet to coordinate. <laughs> uh, but now that uh, Jungle Bird has their reservations open for their May the 4th pop-up, uh, hopefully we can plan something where we all get together there. Yeah, I, and I, I did make quick reservations for the second or when it opens. So, but I'll be there multiple times. So I'm going to do a special giveaway then, but more on that later. But yeah, this trailer was awesome. Um, I never, I, I mentioned the Rolling Stones and Indiana Jones movie, but I never thought I'd ever, I needed a Rolling Stones and John's William, John Williams mashup because the music through this thing, the way everything was tied was amazing. Um, what'd you think of this trailer? I thought it was good. I mean, When it comes to movies, you know you're going to see anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I, I, it's not like they could do much in a trailer that would make you less interested in it. You know. Yeah. Um. I at this point, I'm kind of more going down the rabbit holes of the whole production saga and what's going on, taping Harrison Ford together to try and make an Indiana <laughs> Jones movie. Yeah, I, I think that's uh. A sign that this will be the last one but but it looks good it looks like it's got you know those big uh show pieces and scenes going through you know uh, uh tombs and stuff trap doors booby traps traveling uh, phoebe waller bridge's character it seems like she'll be kind of fun uh progression of the female sidekick in these indiana jones movies yeah uh, I, I don't know that we'll necessarily see like a torch being passed, but 
has the potential of being that kind of person. Yeah, and so this is obviously the first Indiana Jones film not directed uh, by uh, Steven Spielberg. Though Spielberg, Lucas, they, they still serve as producers on this film. And uh, <clears throat> so it's very cool. And one thing is uh, <laughs> booby traps. <laughs> he did say, uh, but James Mangold is is the director. And if you saw him at D23, he is, I mean, Spielberg, this movie inspired him to be a filmmaker. I know some people still don't really know him by name. So I'm just going to throw out a few movies out here and let me know what you think. Girl Interrupted, Walk the Line, 310 to Yuma, The Wolverine, Logan, and Copland. Those are all amazing movies, in my opinion. I'm excited for him for this movie, and it feels like Indiana Jones to me. So I'm, I'm really excited. Pretty sure the only one I've seen is Logan. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, and Ford versus Ferrari. He also did that one, too. Seen that, too. That movie was good. Yeah. So Walk the Line, which is the Johnny Cash a biopic, amazing movie. Girl Interrupted, that's the one where it, it, it's a, that's, I think that's where Angelina Jolie won her Oscar um, about like a psych ward. Really good movie. And of course, The Wolverine, the one that took place in J- Japan was really badass too. So, And 310 Yuma is one of my favorite recent uh, westerns uh, with Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. So that's a must see, I think. Ooh, my. So but I can't wait. We got a cool poster for it too. So that's on our Instagram. But that day was definitely highlighted by a little known Padawan we came to know as Snips. Uh, we're getting a new show. We're all excited for it. And like I said, I woke up to the trailer and it was amazing. I've watched it a million times. And we got a month, not a date, but a month. Yeah. Which is my birthday month. Hey. So very excited. So. Let's watch it. If you haven't seen it yet, here is the Ahsoka t- teaser trailer. This opening shot, I love this whole action with the with the sabers. Something's coming. Yeah, but she does in Clone Wars at the finale. Something dark. Do you think this is a live version of that scene, or is it different? No, that was when she was being escaping from Order sixty six. This is a new beginning. Lothcat. Sabine! For some war. For others. It's been a while. Things have changed. I started hearing whispers. About Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. The Jedi fell a long time ago. There aren't many left. It is time to begin again. Oh, 
Alex is so excited. He disappeared. But holy crap. Uh, <laughs> Sean. <laughs> yes, it is okay to say Osaka. Osaka. Ahsoka is kind of hot. I would even say you could say she's really hot. Um, holy crap. This trailer was bonkers insane. Uh, not just for the, the whole Ahsoka story, but... If you guys know me, Star Wars Rebels is one of my favorite recent or my favorite anything Star Wars right now. And the fact that we are getting pretty much season 4.5 in live action, holy crap, is amazing. Rebels Look, remembered. Rebels remembered. Rebels not forgotten. Rebels are back. Uh, did everybody catch the uh, the Ezra hol hologram? Oh, Yeah. And so they, did, does it it looks like it's the guy who played Aladdin, even though it's he went back and said that he wasn't doing it. or They said he wasn't doing it. It's not. Let me go to it real quick. Uh, first, uh, look, tell me about your uh, your initial reactions and, and I'll kind of go back to that real quick. I want to know who that that main antagonist, obviously not Thrawn, uh, but the, the other guy with the lightsaber. Yeah, he's not a character we know yet. Right. No, uh, apparently from what we've heard, uh, he, the little bit we've gotten, he's a, a survivor of Order 66, but I don't know if he's, I mean, we're passing Quisitor times right now, so he's just a dark side user, and it looks like he's got a Padawan also, uh, and I'll get names here in a second, but yeah, they're new characters from, from what I've heard so so right. far, but what do you think, like initially seeing this first thing in the morning when you woke up, I'm guessing? Uh, that that scene with uh, Sabine standing on the the tower, uh, you know, just took me right back to Rebels. It looked like a yeah. live version of something from Rebels. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. I'm here for it. I'm definitely more excited for this than uh, live action Moana. You know? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So the actor that's playing Ezra, he actually tweeted out his name's Iman Esfandi. Es and uh, so he actually tweeted out, it was an absolute joy and honor to play a live action hologram, such as a beloved character. Hashtag Edra Bridger, a.k.a. Spectre 6 and Jabba the Hutt and everybody's favorite Blueberry. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we did get confirmation that Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is Hera, which she looks amazing as Hera. We're getting Chopper. Uh, we're getting Thrawn, who this morning was officially announced. Uh, Lars Mikkelsen is playing Thrawn, and if if you don't know who that is, he is the voice of Thrawn in Star Wars Rebels. Is he uh, related to Mads Mikkelsen? It's his brother. That's a, and they're both in uh, Star Wars shows. Yeah, <laughs> multiple. Yeah, yeah. Because what uh, didn't we just see? Ma oh no, Mads well, is no. the villain in uh, Indiana Indeed. Jones. Yeah. So they were both in trailers dropped simultaneously at the same event. That's hilarious. Yeah. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm so hyped for this movie. Plus, we got another beautiful poster of a zoom in of uh, Ahsoka, and uh, I, I'm so hyped for this. Um, I should have pulled up a few of the stuff that we got from from the actors, but because uh, they had the Ahsoka panel this morning, and uh, so that's like I said, that's where Lars was mentioned, and, and they also had uh, the other actors uh, that are the the Sith actors, real quick. So, um, well, if I, I, I want to just keep us moving because there's a lot of Star Wars to get to. Yeah. If y'all want to see all this, go jump to StarWars.com. 
uh, at Star Wars on YouTube is where they're showing the live stream of celebration that will be going on through uh, tomorrow and Monday. Uh, it is live in the early, early morning. I think it starts around 5 a.m. each day. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure you can still check the live stream later in the day. And they have nicely uh, bite-sized cut interviews from uh, the course of the lives that you can watch on that Star Wars YouTube. Yeah. So go check all that stuff out. Um, but we, we got Ahsoka. Um, and then I, I think the next big thing was the announcement of the three directors who are yeah. working on Star Wars projects and, and Star real, Wars movie projects, I should say. Yeah, and, and real quick, the audience that were in the arena, uh, arena only, also got trailers for The Acolyte and uh, Skeleton Crew. Uh, I saw glimpses of it, and The Acolyte, what I what I saw real quick, actually looked pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced. Uh, that they are working on, on three films. Let me pull up my notes real quick because I'm doing terrible. Um, but they're, so they actually also revealed a, a full timeline uh, of what's going on, which I wasn't able to get a, a good a copy of, a good picture. But it, it's basically like from the, the very beginning all the way to what they're calling the New Jedi Order, uh, pretty much. So three film projects with really no dates announced, but the, the word is the first one was supposed to come out uh, 2025 is, is the target and everything else after that. So she brought up three directors. Uh, the first director is James Mangold, who I just oh, go, uh, interviewing our, our uh, directing Indiana Jones. And he's doing a movie that will be covering the first Jedi uh, the, to wield the force and it's supposed to be set 25,000 years before the original films. So, so we're getting, this is called the Old Republic era, I think. Yeah, I, Old Republic and High Republic are close, so I'm yeah, not sure. But And the High Republic is the Acolyte era that takes place about 100 years before the events of like the prequel trilogy. Uh, sorry, I had to take a drink. That's right, because uh, Yoda is around in the High Republic era. Yeah, he's pretty much a teenager in a ways, but he's he's around. Uh, next director that was announced was someone that we all come to love and so excited. Dave Filoni will be directing a movie. What they're calling the um, ah, I forget the era of this. I don't know if it's like the New Republic era or not, but basically, all these shows we're getting what we we like to call the Mandoverse, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Skeleton Crew. Uh, Ahsoka, what else might also be in the works that we don't know about yet? All these stories will all come together in an in-game style finale on the big screen, directed by Dave Filoni. Something I kind of predicted. That was one of my hot takes a few years ago. I'm like, I would love to see the story end on the big screen. And that was before we had the whole Mando universe. And it looks like we're getting it. I'm super stoked for this. I don't know. What, what you're thinking so yeah no i mean it's about it's about effing time give dave filoni a star yeah. wars movie yeah. i think we've been sitting here and many other star wars fans have been saying you know give, give him the keys to the castle already you know yeah, let, let him run lucasfilm um but it, he's doing great in the space he is and i want him to continue to want to do that as long as he wants to yeah, um, so I'm very excited to see 
I guess we, we wouldn't it wouldn't be his big screen debut because he did direct the original Clone Wars movie. Yes, which he always says jokingly, he is the lowest grossing Star Wars director <laughs> in history. So oh, I'm sure this have one a chance will, to change that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And being that so much of the Star Wars fandom and excitement is being drawn from the Mandoverse. Uh, oh, God, I'm so excited. This is going to be amazing. And then the final director, and this is the one I think we're going to get first, uh, being that we got a De cast December member. December 2025 date that's already on the calendar. Oh, nice. I didn't see that. But this is uh, Shermeen Abide Chinoy. Uh, she was she directed the Miss Marvel show, which I'm a big fan of. That was one of my favorite recent MCU shows. Uh, but this, this film will take place roughly about 15 years after the events of the rise of Skywalker and which what they're calling the new Jedi order era. And this will basically be starring Ray re trying to rebuild the Jedi order with a new threat awakens. And Daisy Ridley came out <laughs> and came out to huge applause and excitement. And re regardless of what people think of the sequel trilogy and all that, I, I, I love the movies. Um, and I'm a big fan of Ray. Uh, I'm, she was my wild card pick uh, for for our, our uh, bracket, but I'm excited for this. And it's not a trilogy; it's so far a story. But from some of our Star Wars community, think that it it could build into a possible trilogy. But they're they're focusing on a uh, film first. And real quick on the Clone Wars panel, they're just about to bring out D. Bradley Baker, Ahsoka Tano, Matt Lanter, and uh, uh, oh crap, Obi Wan. James Arnold Taylor, so <laughs> very cool. Sorry, but I don't know what. What are your thoughts on a Ray uh, centric movie? Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I think, um, you know, as a fan who's fan of Star Wars, it's just ready for more Star Wars. Anytime they're ready to give it to me, I do think it's exciting to take characters from the Skywalker saga and kind of get away from the Skywalker saga. I, I, I did think that Ray Skywalker thing was a little hokey when it's, when she said it at the end of uh, rise of Skywalker. Um, so I don't know that I necessarily consider her a Skywalker. Um, obviously her story is part of that whole saga as we know it, but I'm interested in, I mean, I think a lot of us really loved Andor and Andor I think was the first chance to see that live action Star Wars could be something different than what basically the cookie cutter box of a Star Wars show or movie uh, is supposed to be. So uh, I, I'm excited to see, you know, all these directors, new takes. Uh, I'm excited to see Ray come back. I'd love to see Finn come back. I, I yeah. know uh, we know how John Boyega feels about Star Wars and, publicly speaking about working in the star Wars films. So I don't know that he'll get asked back, but hopefully they can keep that relationship on the up and up, at least business wise. Uh, he seems love to go to back and forth sometimes. From well. what I, yeah. From what I heard. So shout out. So we have, hi, Sam. She says, hi, Joey. Then Sean says, hi, Sam. Luis was in here. So we've had members of the Waltz apartment podcast. So thank you guys. Hope you guys are having a good weekend real quick. Uh, so far, I don't know if I say real quick, but also thinking Disney Park nerds that we are as well, having a Ray movie, we could definitely 
move forward with a kind of, I don't say a re-theming, but a re-storytelling of Galaxy's Edge, which a lot of people are, you know, been saying. So I think that's a good idea, too, for parks reasons. I'm still uh, waiting for them to put Batuu in a show or movie. I think it's going to happen, especially with all this stuff coming down the pipe. Um, I, You know, obviously the theme park is built to be a theme park, but there are definitely yeah. corners there where I could see them filming parts of a show or movie. Um, and then obviously they have the volume for everything else. Yeah, because Katie Sackoff, you know, she recently did a little uh, media thing a few few weeks ago. And she's like, I don't know why we're not filming some like scenes here. <laughs> so um, and, and speaking of that, kind of going back to. Well, so first of all, I, I think we're all excited about these movies uh, that are planned. I, I know I am. I know. So uh, if you guys in the comments are, let us know. Um, but I mean, celebration, there's so much going on uh, from what I heard. Uh, so from some friends uh, that were, at, I, I'll shout out um, one of my favorite Star Wars podcasts, a Resistance broadcast. They were parts of the no, no, no. After the first panel, uh, people were treated to show back up later on and see Episode Seven of the Mandalorian uh, for next week. Obviously, not able to talk about it. Spoilers, uh, but uh, they they were able to say what their reactions were, and everybody, from what I'm saying, hearing is top three top two all time maybe top episode of the entire series so guys be very excited because <laughs> i'm loving this season uh the last episode was weird it was different but it was still enjoyable and I, every everything of the season has been enjoyable um yeah no it's so. a good good segue talking about what we currently have in our star wars universe yeah um yeah mando has been great uh, i think it's really cool how they bring different directors in and you kind of get seeing the same story through different eyes each, each week. And this one, like you said, was definitely a curveball. I, I said at times it felt like I was watching a CSI episode in a galaxy far, far away, the way Bo and uh, Din were kind of going and getting clues and shaking people down for information and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was fun. And obviously a lot of big cameos in that. I know we're trying not to shoot any spoilers, uh, at least within the one week moratorium <laughs> of the most recent episode, but I had, I had thought, you know, maybe just kind of doing some rapid fire on the current season of Mandalorian. So do you have a favorite Grogu moment from this season so far? <sighs> You know what? And I feel like I, I got to say this first before I get to the because I can't answer any question lightly. Um, I'm, I'm, I like Grogu. Uh, I know so many people love Grogu. So I, I'm I'm glad that we're not getting as much of him, that it's a deeper story. But every time they show him, I'm like, damn it, this little pup is so freaking cute. So um, but my favorite, it's so hard to say because with all the flips and everything. But I think from going back to the first episode, uh, when Mando and Grief are talking in, in Grief's office, and he's like the little kid following dad at work. He's just spinning around in the chair and, you know, force grabbing Skittles and all that stuff. Um, okay. Now, see, now I'm going to remember the first episode. I'm, I, I think him uh, going crazy over the Babu Fricks, <laughs> actually. So, which I know Sam, she loves that, you know, bad baby. Bad baby. <laughs> Uh, I, I love the scene uh, with the training darts. That, that was really cool. 
Yeah, where he just kind of sits there and looks when he gets shot twice, <laughs> and then pow, pow, pow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, little little mini Gro Grogandu, uh, Grogandu, uh, Man Man Mango. I don't know what how you hybrid Grogu and Mando. But I have noticed the last couple of weeks he's hang. He seems like he's. Hanging out, not hanging out more, but getting a little bit closer to Bo. Maybe I'm well, not doing that. Whole... Get, getting further from dad, you know, that independence yeah. we get uh, as we grow up a little bit. And, and I'm not doing that whole shipping of, of Bo and Mando, but, you know, it, it, it has that little like how I met your stepmother feel to it right now. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, I think if anything, they're just, you know. Uh, allies in the meantime and that he has trust with another being other than Mando. hopefully as it as it shapes mando is helping uh Bo finish her story and arc or at least put it in a place where yeah. she can have a spin-off and he can go on to his next adventure yeah which i'm loving so um uh favorite cameo i know it would be hard to to not pick one from the last episode but I got one. I think we, you know what? I'm, I think we have the same one. It's probably one of the most, and we've talked about it on Mando's show, probably one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars in recent years. And it's uh, the the reveal of Ahmed Best rescuing Grogu. Oh, me. that was awesome. But I don't consider that a cameo. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is. And just everything, I'm not going to get to it, you know, but the whole, you know, just the whole story of Ahmed Best and, you know, the great, yes. Anyways, that, that was my favorite cameo. Love that. Brought me to um, tears. My favorite cameo was from this most recent episode. I won't spit it out, but I will tease that it is a particular R&B queen who gets to hang out with the child. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> um, but the one I will say uh, was from, what, episode three, uh, where we get that deep dive in Coruscant with Dr. Pershing. And the uh, 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 amnesty uh, housing, yeah. uh, Eric Stolshank from uh, Broken Lizard and Super Troopers fame. Yeah, uh, the man who chugged the maple syrup, or at least <laughs> not as fast as his superior officer. Uh, but yeah, he was one of the former uh, Empire soldiers in the amnesty housing when they're all sitting around the table talking about what they miss and how much they appreciate being granted this second chance uh, in the amnesty program of the new Republic. I was like, that guy looks so familiar. And when I realized it was him, I was like, that's awesome. Uh, not, not a huge cameo, but just kind of fun. Uh, when you're seeing people that, you know, from somewhere else, uh, I, I consider his the perfect level of cameo that it didn't take me out of the show. Um, I, uh, in that most recent episode that we, I have said had, Many very big cameos, those kind of took me out of the show a little bit in yeah. the sense that these people are such big stars from other places, kind of takes you out of the moment. Yeah, um, but, absolutely. But uh, nothing against it. The last episode was very fun, um, and I'm very excited for the next one, especially after hearing these reports from London. From London, yes. So, um, and then also in our current Star Wars wheelhouse, we just had the second season of The Bad Batch wrap up. Um, and that was another wild one, another huge cliffhanger, a heartbreaker. Um, I guess technically we are a week removed from the finale, so I, I, I feel comfortable talking about it. 
Yeah, it's funny because, and real quick, they just revealed the season two Black Series uh, Bad Batch figures, which look amazing. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I had a comment. I'm like, somebody uh, give Tech a parachute. Oh. Nope. Tech is my favorite member of the batch, so it's not like I don't, I'm not hating on him. It's just, yeah. it's, it's still. Apparently, he didn't have that tech. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the season was okay. Uh, there were a lot of high moments and then a, a few blah moments, but um, yeah, it, it, it was good. <laughs> I, I thought it was good. Um, it was one of those when we got to that halfway point, that mid season finale with the big scene uh, with Palpatine in the, uh, you know, the galactic Senate, that was awesome. I, I really felt like we were taken back to clone wars uh, Senator Chichuri or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, so all that going on kind of got me back into it. And then also um, shout out to Screen Rant, I believe, Ryan A. Ray with yeah. his amazing Easter egg videos. That kind of got me more excited into it uh, when I went back and watched those Easter eggs. I, I don't think I've gotten past that episode nine. But uh, for you, uh, my, my score brother right here who loves – the composing on shows like this and movies, uh, he brought up a lot of good points of, uh, and I'm sorry that I'm not remembering the name of the composer for the Bad Batch. Kevin Kiner. Kevin Kiner. Thank you very much. Um, how he did very different scores for each episode, kind of in that first half, uh, like one, you know, kind of a heist one, and then another one's a Western, and then the other one's kind of like a, introspective drama and well the uh, the one where, the, where tech was a was drag racing it had a yeah, very yeah. serious uh yeah kind of like techno yeah. music so yeah it's re really interesting having that brought to light made me see the show in a new light um and then the second half has been awesome i really enjoy that final arc i believe the last four episodes that all kind of surrounded around that island that they were on and stuff uh, also took me back to Clone Wars and how uh, the show kind of followed three or four episode arcs yeah. um, that, you know, could be put together for like a movie or a full hour long episode sort of thing. Yeah. And it, how the how it ended, the season ended, I thought that was going to be more of the plot of the season. So I, I love the ending and that whole storyline, but I thought there's going to be more to it. So that's. Why I feel dry. Real quick, it's like 10.28. I know you're... Yeah, no, I know the time. So, so okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to rush too much because yeah. I know we could probably sit here and talk Star Wars for about three <laughs> or four hours. But uh, that, that was like I said, uh, if any of you all um, are, are into this all, please go through, check out uh, all what's going on with Star Wars Celebration. Um, and then please continue to follow us because as you know, uh, we like to celebrate Star Wars Month here at the Disney Universe Podcast. So yes. expect us to be doing a lot, not just our Saturday morning DU, uh, but other lives with people within the Star Wars space talking Star Wars. And I'm sure we'll probably get uh, a full breakdown on uh, Mandalorian with uh, uh, Ryan uh, when he's back here with us, as well as Bad Batch and you know, May the 4th and everything going on. Real quick, Sean, if you're still in here, don't leave just yet. If you did, sorry, but uh, Sean's the winner of our giveaway. He commented, hey! he commented, M'Baku. 
He went from shady car guy stuff to shady Instagram stuff. Yeah, so you're getting this book. I'll send it to you along and with Happy Meals. Happy Meal toys. No toys, French sorry. fries included. Sorry, yes. guy. Yeah. <laughs> but congratulations. Thanks for commenting. Uh, but maybe when I see you, I'll buy you a Happy Meal down at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, uh, Bad Batch was great. The The ending... While I didn't expect a cliffhanger, honestly, I didn't see the show going past two seasons. Yeah, me neither. Now they better. They better. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, uh, one thing I forgot to announce, too, from Celebration, uh, season two of Star Wars Visions will be coming out on May the 4th. Hey, nice. And so if you liked Visions, uh, the anime-style stories, season two is coming out. And the cool thing about it is it's not just anime. It's focusing on uh, artists and creators from all over the globe. So stories from Spain and Chile and U.S. and England, all over, plus Japan, too. So it's it's a global uh, global theming this year. Nice. Yeah, for those who aren't familiar with Star Wars Visions, uh, the first season streamed last year, uh, and it was basically uh, the people at Lucasfilm kind of reached out to all these big uh, anime uh, houses uh, Studio Ghibli and like all the ones who, who make the big anime shows and movies that we know and love. Uh, sorry, not I clearly don't know any of them, but um, they basically said, hey, we want you to do a Star Wars story. You have free reign of characters. You can come up with new characters, worlds, whatever you want to do. It's not canon, so you could do whatever you want. Um, and from it, we got a lot of cool stories uh, ranging uh, obviously with different styles of animation to you know fun little ones. I, I remember the Tatooine Rhapsody uh, kind of reminded me of a Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> I dug that one. Um, so if you haven't already, go and check out the first season of Star Wars Visions, and then look out for that new season of Star Wars Visions. I'm looking. I got to catch up, um, but I'm looking forward to that new one dropping in just a couple weeks here. Yeah, very excited. So. Um, yeah, I think that's it for our, our live. We'll be back uh, next month. Like Alex said, we got, we're going to be doing a star Wars month all month long here on, uh, YouTube. I'm, I'm working out, uh, some discussions here with some friends. So, uh, more on that real soon. Um, but yeah, thank I think you guys. we should do a star Wars draft. We should get that in. Yeah. Well, you had the, the, uh, the, uh, star, the female star Wars. And I'm like, I can think of that right now. So we could, we'll do, we'll do, we could do something like that. That'd be fun. We, we should, uh, Kind of like we do with our parks draft, but we can have planets, mm -hmm. ships, we can have, ships. We can have uh, uh, creatures, droids, droids, and characters. Yeah, and oh, weapons. Man. I mean, there, there's a lot of fun different things that we could do in a Star Wars draft. <laughs> so, if you have any ideas for that, if you would want to participate in that at us, it would be a lot of fun. Um, and of course, look out for Star Wars Month. Uh, of course, look out for another episode of the Disney Universe podcast coming in between our Saturday morning DU episodes, uh, which you'll find wherever you find your podcast, as well as you'll find this there uh, as well. Um, Patreon, DU crew. We love the crew. Uh, we, we can't wait to jump on our Disney Universe Falcon and ride the galaxy with you guys. As always, Jennifer sasquatch alfredo and john uh big ups to sean uh john i know he was out there at star wars celebration 
with you last year. Yeah. Part of our uh, Fresh Hops podcast slash Disney Universe podcast uh, beer share down at Rad Brewing. Yeah, and I'm have I'm we we're in contact. I'm I'm hoping to have him do something for us at an event that I was hoping to go to that might not be able to go now not able to go to you guys know that put the pieces together but yeah. we're working on that so I'll announce that if that happens but also uh I thank our sponsor Discord uh apparel a great Disney music mashups of our good friend Matt uh com. you can see it if you're watching the live here and of course Neverland Trading uh hit up that uh dot com hit up that diverse uh promo code get you a nice little discount get you some star wars swag for uh star wars month may the 4th if you're going to the parks get you some marvel swag when you want to show off when you're watching guardians so uh, check that out or if you're at adventureland uh adventureland adventures uh campus uh when you're at, at your trip next time so we will be back with a regular podcast episode in a few weeks then we'll be back in may for uh, DU Live, and if anybody wants to join in, uh, we will. I always thought a cool thing about this would have not guests but friends. So if you want to chat, banter with us on a live show, just hit us up, and uh, we'll make that happen. But uh, we will see you guys real soon. Uh, let us know what you're excited for for celebration, and uh, I guess it's a good time to say, "May the Force be with you." Yeah, uh, we're not going to infinity and beyond today. The Force is with us. Yes, always. <laughs> Good night, good morning, whenever. Whenever you're listening to. See you guys. Like me.